Jesse, open your mouth. Spread your legs. Clear. Back on that West Coast vibe, your boy Pistol in that yard talk. Today we got a very interesting brother, man. We got Bodachi in the building. Bodachi been getting in trouble, man, from an early age, man. I mean, ju juvenile all the way to the penitentiary has been shot. You know, I mean, his story is not regular. So with that being said, I don't want to spoil it. Let's get right to it, man. Your boy Pistol Peak, man. Dog in the fucking yard. Bodachi, let's get it. West, West, West. When you in that Tampa Bay area, make sure you reach out to my boy Gus Torres, man. If you want anything that has to do with real estate, man, make sure you hit him up. You get the lowest prices and the finest houses, man. Trust me when I tell you. But don't forget to mention my name. You already know that Pistol Peter get you that early discount. And that's my brother, man, Gus Torres. You already know, out in the Tampa Bay area. Make sure you hit him up, man. Sell, buy, invest, all that. Make sure you hit him up, man, because he focused with that out there. Tampa Bay, you already know, it's your boy Pistol, man. Get at me. Yeah, 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 you already know what it is. Your boy Pistol Pete. It's that dog in the yard. It's that yard talk. And today we got Padachi yeah. in the building from the West, 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 West Coast. Love, man. Bless What's up, brother? What you Likewise, man. It's all good, sure. man. It's a pleasure to have you, my brother. Thank you. So how's happening? How's, how's everything with you, man? How you been? Pretty good, man. We've just been... Constantly working and you know, working, staying focused, staying focused, staying intact with everything that's going on, and trying to keep you know staying above water with everything that's that's going know, on. Yeah, man, it's, that's what's up. All right, so we're gonna get into a little bit about um, just you know like how your up your upbringing and stuff like that. You know right. where you from? Right. You know where you was raised at? You know you okay. was raised with mom, pops, right. siblings. Like a little bit about yourself for right. the peoples. Yeah, well, I'm I'm born and raised in you know South Los Angeles, like the Florence community, Florence district. Um, pretty much raised by my mom there. My pops, pops was in and out of the joint, so you know that was kind of a little rough. He was in and out of prison. Yeah, and man, it was nonstop. He was, you know, constantly in the system. So that, so I was more with my mom and my brothers and sisters. I got, you know, an older sister, and I got one older brother and one younger brother that okay. they lived with me. That lived with you. Yeah, right. And you was raised uh, uh, what part in L.A.? South L.A., like South Central L.A. Like South the, Central L.A. Right. Florence community, Florence district, you know. And how is your upbringing as far as you, you went to school? How was your upbringing? Was it yeah, like we, a normal, you know, going to school? Or right. you were starting to get in trouble at an early age? Like, you yeah, know? I started young, man. I started hanging around, you know, certain crowds and going, trying to go to school at the same time. And it just, it was hard to be able to juggle both at the same time. So I mainly ended up going you know, to the juvenile system real young. I was about 13 years old when I started just actually being put away for real time, you know what I mean? And so you at 13, you went to juvenile? Yeah, I was in juvenile. My first arrest, basically, not my first arrest, but my first arrest that led me to go to juvenile was like, it was three uh, stolen vehicles in one day. I got released twice by the police. Like, they got me. You know, they released me to my mom first. Yeah, one. yeah, when you're juvenile. Yeah, yeah, this was like in the morning sometime that I got caught up. And then again in the afternoon, it was like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. 
Yeah. So I got caught three times. The third time, they was like, don't even, you know, call your mom up here. Like, you going. You staying now, they you took, know? They took you to juvenile. Yeah, they took me to juvenile, and I kind of got a feel for it, taste for the, for the, you know, the system. And it just, I seen that, you know, it wasn't as rough as the way people made it seem to you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? People always talked. Oh, this and this is gonna happen to you, but you know, so you get there ready to do your up. thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You're like, you ain't gonna let none of this happen to me. What I've been told, that the type of activities that go on in here. So, you know, I went in there and it, it wasn't as as what people said. I mean, maybe it is to people that allow it. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And I seen that it wasn't that bad. And I I ended up going back. I, I came home for about four months at 13, and when I went back, I was 14. But it was for a carjack, kidnap, and strong arm robbery. So now the the, the charges, the, got the charges went up, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Now they talking about 21 years or, mm. or you know, this and that. And I, I ended up getting a paid attorney and things worked out a little bit for the better for me. They sent me to like a violence alternative program for like a year, which okay. was like camp. And from there, it was just, so you, you did know, that and came home again. Well, I didn't actually come home because it was a lot of fights going on. Like, you know, I was being, I was, I was from a real active neighborhood, you know, Florence. And is it is Florence. it a gang? Yeah, it's a gang. So you are you affiliated with a gang? Yeah, yeah, I'm from Florence. Florence. Florence, Florence that's the name of the yeah, gang. That's the name of the street. Yeah, from oh, oh, Florence Street. Right. I got yeah. you. So me, you know, going in at that age and being from that, <clears throat> you know, gang or whatever, it was it was rough, bro. Like nobody liked us. Nobody, you know what I'm saying? And it was because of the the stuff that everything was already built before mm. I even got in. You know what I mean? This has been going on for years, bro. I yeah, get it. It was know, already there. Right. There's not nothing that I created that, that people oh, just anything didn't you like. can change. Right at all. So I had to roll with the punches. And you know, me going into the system, my pops being an OG and me not trying to disrespect his name or my brother's names, like I had to do my thing, you know, and, and that, you had that to step up to the plate. Yeah, and that caused me like a lot of Time in the system, a lot of so, extra. So, so you went at thirteen, and you got yourself caught up in a lot of problems, a lot of fights. Yeah, it was not shoot. I mean, stabbings. Yeah, everything was taking place in that shit. Like the juvenile system is. So, how much wild. time you did? So, I went in, like I said, when I was thirteen. I came back home for a few months. Went back when I was fourteen, and I didn't. You know, I think I want. I want to say I got out when I was sixteen. I did like maybe two years. Okay. And then I went back again, and till I was eighteen, I got out. I, I got shot five times with an AK. So I, but before that, right, right. so at 18, you got out? I got out again, yeah. And while I was 18 is while I was shot. Okay, and during the time that you spent on the juvenile, what's all the craziest right. things that you experienced? I mean, man, that you man, remember? In juvenile, it's mainly fights. You know what I'm okay. saying? That's what a lot of the, 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 the gang activity takes place. You okay. run into, you know, people that you're beefing with on the streets and mm. it's on and popping, you know? And at first, I didn't know, you know, me going into the system when I first went in, I went in with one of my homies that, that told me, bro, if you see a tattoo of another of an enemy we don't get along with, do your thing. Don't wait for them to ask you where you're from. You already see where they're from. Take flight. You already know so, what it is. So I, I was doing that, not knowing that every time I'm doing that, I'm getting caught up. Like the, the staff, they catch they us, they up. pepper spray us, they, that's a paper trail. Mm. And then I learned, oh, man, you could just talk normal to the dude and be like, hey, let's go to the room and get him up and don't get caught. Mm -hmm. and get away with this shit. But it took me time after time after time to learn that. You know, once I so got Should it cost you more time in jail? Yeah, that's that's where mainly most of my time was coming from was like me fighting, you know, me not listening to staff, little small shit of that of that nature, you know. So what at I mean? 18 a, years old, you was released. Yeah, I came home when I was 17, like about to turn 18. And um right when I turned 18, bro, like my birthday's in February. So right when I turned 18 in, in March, I got shot five times with an AK. Did so, you have all the Yeah, yeah, I got a big big ass scar right here on my stomach and shit. Yeah, you show but, it to I mean just for the just for the just for the youth, for the young boy. Yeah, now nah, you got it. You know. 
Yeah, I got a big ass scar. I got shot five times with a K. I was in a coma for two months. Wow, man. Yeah, it was wild, man. That like, must have been hard for your parents, for oh, your moms, I mean. Sick, man. My mom, my pops was in the, in the system at the time when it happened. But my it must have been really there. hard for your moms and your oh, brothers and sisters. I mean, how was that? She was at the that? hospital every day. Like, my mom, you know, they, they, they threatened to fire her from her job that she'd been working for 20 years. I bet. You know what I mean? They're like, I mean, you, you're missing work. And she's like, like well, this bro, is what it is. Like, me? I'm going to miss work. You know, so my mom was at my mom was there day in, day and night. She was like she would go home to maybe freshen up, shower up, and come back. You know what I'm saying? Nothing but she like would sleep bro. on them benches, bro. You know, so you was saying? in a coma for how long? Two months. For about a month and a half, like legit coma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like a half a month, I was on like sedated coma. Like they yeah, had you me started medicated. waking a little medicated. Yeah, it was it was wild, bro. Like I lost a kidney, um, my spleen, half a liver, half a pancreas, both my lungs collapsed. My um Aorta, I guess that's like one of our main, mm -hmm. you know, um, I forgot, I forgot exactly what you call them, but it's like a, some kind of vessel there, you know, but they said that was ripped in part and that you lose that, you die. But I had a doctor, bro, that was, um, from Brazil, right? He was at the, he happened to be at the hospital giving a, uh, like a seminar. Oh, I don't know what he was doing. He was schooling the younger doctors. He had mm. to be there when they brought me in and they were like, this one's basically through, you know, and he was like, nah, let me get him. And he brought me back to life, bro. That dude. Wow. His name is Dr. Asensio, man. Shout out to Dr. Asensio. That's right. Shout out to Dr. Dr. Asensio. Yeah, man. I Saved your life. Thing. That's right. That's Gotta you appreciate know? that shit for life. Oh, hell yeah. So, like, after you got shot and you came off your coma and all that, what transpired after that? Oh, you got back man. into the game? Yeah, I just don't know what, what kind of blood transfusions they put in me, bro, because <laughs> I, I took off running. Like, they told me I wasn't going to be able to walk. You know, I was on a wheelchair for a little bit. Then I went to the walker and then... You know, one of my homies and his girl, they, they came to my house and she was like, worked for like the doctor. Like, I don't know what she did in the medical field, but she came around and she started wrapping a sheet around me, picking me up off the chair and shit. Actually, after the walker, I'm take take that back. She started walking me, like taking little baby steps. And it just seemed like it just, I, I could walk. I'm like, man, what you mean I can't walk? Like, I'm a walk, you, you know what I mean? Like, you felt like you had it. Yeah, bro. And I started doing it on my own. Oh yeah, she took me from the chair to the walker. That's what it was. And and basically after that walker, I start I'm running again. Now I'm back in the game. You know, I get after about seven months of being, you know, like getting better from the hospital, I yeah. got caught with a strap. And so you got caught with what? With a strap. I got caught with a gun in my, with a gun. In my wheelchair. Yeah, for those yeah. that don't know, you right, know, right. Yeah. I got caught with a gun in my wheelchair. Mm. And um In your you wheelchair. Know, yeah, no, actually, I take that back too. This the, the one that I ended up getting caught for, I didn't get caught for the one in which I got caught for one in, in a car where then my homie ended up tossing out, right? Mm -hmm. And getting us, you feel me? Like in the, in the mix, the cops ended up, up snatching me up, you know what I'm saying? Which it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? The homies ain't here, like it ain't. And I went to jail for the shit, and I did my time for the shit, you know what I'm saying? So you went, you went to jail for yeah, the gun? Yeah, I got, a ten, I got a six year joint suspension for that. For the strap. What that means? That means they release you. And you catch anything else, you get caught with anything, you're going to go do those six years. And I ended up going to go do those six years. So I, you wound up coming back and you got caught for... Right. I ended up getting caught for my F-13 on my throat. They gave me six years for a tattoo on my throat. And that was because they wanted us off the streets. There was a lot going on. You know what I'm saying? It was saying? just like it was some, some real political conspiracy yeah, shit. Just on some gangster shit out there, though, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? And we, were, we, was, we was living, you know what I mean? And, I felt like it was so much shit going on. The police, they didn't want us. They, like the ones so they, they knew were out there. They came and snatched me. They gave me six years for this tattoo. 
Oh, I went, yeah, I went and did like uh, five years for that. Though, like, so out of the six, you did five did years. Five years, yeah. And what was, how was you going back? I mean, how was it? You know I what I mean? mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, this was my ex actual first time in the, in the grown-up system. That's what I'm now. saying. How like, was I, that? Like, you know, yeah, it, it, was, it, 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 it changed from you were juvenile. Now you're going to the big house. Right, right. It, the thing about Did you have a lot of tattoos at that time? You know, I started getting tattoos, but I didn't have what I got now. Like, a okay. lot of that shit accumulated over the okay. years of being right. in the system. So you went back? Yeah, when I went back, you know, my mind was still in the juvenile mode. My mind was still living that I don't get along with you or I don't get along with you and... You know, we ain't friends, bro. But they, you get to the adult system, it's a different story. Now you are friends with these dudes that you've been going at it with since you were a kid. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So it was a real big difference for me. It was a change in my my atmosphere, you know. But being, like I said, my pops being, you know, in the system since I could even remember, he schooled me on a lot, bro. Like, you know, he put me up on game and was just like, yeah, you know what? Take your time when you go in there because he knew I was going. Right. Take your time when you go in there. Don't get involved like in the politics stuff. Don't get involved in the drugs or gambling. Those are the three things all I'm going to tell you about, you know, going in there. And yeah. Follow the rules, bro. Just stay, just stay clean. Follow, yeah, that's follow the rules. Keep your nose out this bullshit. So you, so when you went back, you didn't get into no altercations? I mean. Yeah, I did. You know what okay, I'm saying? Like but what? just like, just, I mean. You, those, you did those, five years. So. Right, right. Something's eventually going to happen. Yeah, that's what I'm you saying. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, the stuff that I got into wasn't nothing like. Personal beef, nothing like that. It's usually a riot or something like that. that so you've been in a riot? Yeah, man, we've been in a few riots. You know what I mean? Like how was, was that? Because for the people yeah, that, the that don't know, man. what's a riot? Right. How you know? How I was mean, that? It's just a hell of adrenaline. Really, it's just. I mean, I'm not gonna say it's all for all. You know, it's one for. It's it's a team, dog. You know what I'm saying? It's like you backing up your team, who you with right there. Who y'all like, was riding? What it was like? Well, I'm a, a southerner. I'm from. I'm on the south south sider. You know what I'm saying? So. Me going in at the time, I was I was a Southsider at the time. So everybody that's, you know, runs with us, that's who you follow. You follow suit. You so know what I'm saying? the riot was against? Uh, it was several ones. I've been in riots against blacks. I've been in riots against whites. I've been in riots against the prison staff. I've been in riots against the cops up in there. Like, it was it was wild. Wow. So, so, so through your time, five years, and going through all these riots and all that, I mean, right. what's the worst thing that you can remember that you eat, that you seen? You know, whether it's it, you going down the tears, somebody guts coming out. Right. What is the worst thing that you could that you seen in there you would never forget? Man, it's it's hard it's hard to even say because it's just so. Oh, much it could be just you, something that you did that you, yo, P. I, you know, I remember this what I did. I never forget right, right. this. It could be you. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just so much stuff that took place like over the those years. Like it's just to me, it's like one big blur. Like I remember. Don't get yeah. me wrong. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, everything in there to me was amazing. Like it. It really, you know, put me on a level to where I I feel like everything happens for a reason anyways. Like, I've always felt like that, you know? Right. I felt like I was put there to see all of that, you know what I mean? Because it, it straightened me out big time. I mean, I still went back and, like, still lived, you know, the same type of lifestyle. It took me a longer time to get, like, to where I'm at now and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and be able to put all that behind me, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, I really, you know, witnessed... A whole bunch of shit, bro. Like, it's crazy. Like, myself, you know, my homies, like, being in there. Just, just tell me one um, that you can remember. Man, the, the last I remember, we had a riot with the police that um that got out of hand. It was about 40 of us homies against three cops. And, you know, my boy right here, he was with me. So, I mean, he, you know, they, so they see, you know, everything. It was everything. on and popping. Oh, man, it was crazy, bro. They walked the cops out of there just 
blood everywhere, bro. Blood. And what they did with you guys? Like, what they, happened to they, them? Man, they they mistreated us after that shit. They first they put us in the cells. They took they stripped everything from us. Like they didn't we didn't have we didn't have a cup to drink water in. Like you know we had to drink the water out of our hands. Yeah. They was turning our toilets off, so it was dirty. Yeah, yeah was beefing with there. them. Yeah, it was it was bad. They did how long that last? Well, so that lasted at while well, we were there, like five or six days. They kept us. Slammed down like that, mistreating us. Like I said, eating our box? food with our hands. Yeah, but that it was so many of us that they had to hold us there until they could clear room in, in the in the hole in the box for everybody. You know what okay. I mean? So finally, when they made room, they sent a few there, and then the rest of us they shipped us to a different prison. They sent us like you know they they had us there like just like animals, bro. I ain't even gonna lie for a few days until they were able to move us to another prison. And when we got to the other prison, it was wild because they they were t- they were taking us three by three. So say me, you, and another dude, they'll, mm-hmm. they'll shackle us together. Usually they take, they run eight or nine heads, go ahead, ten, you know, but they were running three for a reason. And I was like, okay, something's mm-hmm. going on. When we pull up to the back where, where you're going into the shoe, the cops were outside with the pieces of tape over their name tags. They had their hats on with their hoodies pulled, strings pulled. They was ready to whoop our ass. And I told one of the dudes that was with me, I was like, we're going to whoop something our ass, is going bro. on. They're going to fuck us up. And he started laughing, thinking it's funny. Mm. We get off, they see a smirk on his face, and we shackle from our feet and our hands, so we can't do much. Only thing you can do is spit at somebody, bro. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, you know. And I don't, I don't, I don't do that shit. So mm-hmm. it's like we get off the bus, homies laughing. They slap the taste out that fool's mouth. Mm. Bam! One of the cops, and I, I wanted to laugh, bro. I ain't even gonna lie, but I held it. I was like, damn, this dude really didn't believe what I was telling him. Like. I knew so he got the business early. Quick. So that's when I knew I was like, we in for it, you know? He said it's, quick. Yeah, I was like, it's about to, yeah, it's listen, about to happen fuck. right now, you know? Yeah. They took us. Man, bro, they 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 put them on us. Like, mainly, it was raking our face on the gate. They pepper sprayed the gate first, and it was raking our face on the gate so it could cut and feel that wow. pepper spray on there. It was punching us and shit. Like, just taking advantage and of us. How long that last? Man, I want to say for a good five, six minutes, bro, because the cops... The other officers passed in the white van through the back. There's like a, there's these white white vans that drive mm-hmm. the facilities and shit to go see if the gates are open or whatever. Yeah, security. So they, they pass by, and these dudes just like waved at them and act like they were patting us down in the white van. As soon as it was gone, they went back to punching on us. <laughs> They were back to being like, y'all. Oh, yeah, they made it look good, bro, for that white van, you know? So, so did you ever went to the box? Did you wind up Yeah, yeah, that's, that's where that was. That How was long you was in the box for, for that? Um, I stayed there, I want to say, for like two and a half months before, because you got to get a, a, your paperwork, like your, what you, like, so you go in there with a one four, uh, what is it, a 128 or 114, right? It's a 114. You go to the hole with your 115. That's not, that's not a ticket. Yeah, and it tells you. This is what you're back here for. But you're waiting on a 115. That's your write-up. So they got a a certain amount of days to give you your 115, your write-up. They got a certain amount of time. If they don't, they got to kick you out. Okay. So they make mistakes. There's 40 of us back there. So they got 40 motherfuckers they got to type up individual write-ups for. Right. So about 11 of us, they brought all the write-ups and they had them on milk crates and they busting them out. They're like, oh, we made it on time. You guys thought we weren't going to make it because it was like, Pushing the last days mm. to where they got to kick us out if they don't get that paperwork there. They pulled up. We sitting on our doors looking at them, seeing them pull out milk crates full of write-ups. And, <clears throat> you know, they start reading out the names and it was 11 of us that they didn't call us. So they're like, look, for the ones that we didn't call, we'll be back tomorrow. We got to tomorrow afternoon, 10 o'clock, whatever they want. We're going to be here with your write-ups. Don't, don't get excited. So that time came, bro. 10 or 11, they wasn't there. Mm. Now they got to kick us out. 
So the next day, the officer that works that hole came around taking our name tags off, telling us, hey, you guys are going back to the joint, back to where you guys came from, you right. know? So we're like, oh, all right. So 11 of us go back, and when we get back over there, they directly put us in the bucket, in the hole, you know? So they put us in, in the box again, um, but at the prison that where, it, where that riot took place right. at. So we were back there for a couple of days, and then, you know, I guess the sergeant had to go by and talk to everybody and make sure, like, you okay to go back to the yard? You know what I'm saying? They asked people that. So he came to me and was like, hey, man, you know, I know what's up with you, man. I know you was involved in this shit. I know you're going home. I ain't going to fuck up your your program, man. You know, he goes, and I watched you do what you were doing. Like, don't sit here and tell me. Because I was like, I didn't, I didn't do shit. I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, I watched you, bro. He's like, just go back to the yard. Go home. I was like, man, fuck it. So I went back. I ended up going back to the same yard where I was at, same where everything took place. Mm-hmm. You know, showed the homies everything. Like, look, this it was, was all love, right? Yeah, it was all love, man. So did just, you finish? You finish doing your time? Yeah, I only had like maybe like a month left when that happened. It was crazy. Like I was. You was like, like, what the fuck? This was my first this time coming home. Go home. Years, you know. I'm thinking, damn, I fucked this up. You know, this, you don't fuck that up. Right? Yeah, I thought it was a wrap, you know. But yeah. I mean, and you, you know, locked out. God is good, man. Yeah, God is good, of course. And me home. So. You went home a month a month after. Yeah, I went home. What year was that? That was two thousand five when I paroled. Okay, and you've been home since? No, I went I went to the feds after that. I caught a fed bed, so I came when home. You, what, so I walked right into an indictment, man. So you came home two thousand five. Right into an indictment. Right into an indictment. They had already been, you know, a federal on, indictment on the homies. Yeah, they had already been on the homies' heads for like. So how how that worked out? How long you was man, home before that federal indictment? So came? all. So they've been being investigated even before I came home. I came home in 05. I just, just like, that was a link added to the chain. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? There. Like, yeah, just, so they, you know, they basically had phone calls and a bunch of other bullshit. There was just a lot going on. You know shit. what I'm saying? They, so you got called for conspiracy. Conspiracy, yeah. I got so you went to the feds. Yeah, when I went there, my whole, our whole case was like a, how long before, a Rico. How long you was home before? 2007. That? So I got out 2005. Uh, two years after two that. Two years after, they okay. smashed They smashed everybody up. They, they did a roundup, came and got 150 of the homies. Took, Damn, took us all 150? To the yeah, we was thick as fuck. You didn't even know there. half of them, right? I knew a lot of them because I know a lot of my homies, but then there was a lot of them that I didn't know too. I'm like, like, man, what the I, fuck? I seen motherfuckers that I ain't seen in years. Like, damn, where you been at, fool? Like, really? Oh, yeah, fools were just caught up. Some of the all homies conspiracy. Were, some of the homies were in prison, you know, getting caught up. Being, being so in what prison, they actually charge you with? For conspiracy. So when I first got there, the, the whole indictment was Rico, racketeering, extortion, murder, fucking all conspiracy. Kind of yeah, it was just... That uh, money laundering, like they just had so many cases on us. Um, so many charges. Right, so many charges on us, right? So they split our indictment in four, which, you know, they put the ones that, that they feel were like a phone call. Because they, they had a, a, something called a phone count. Mm-hmm. You know, the phone count is like if you you were just on the phone or whatnot. But you, if you've never been to prison, they give you like a lower sentence or whatever for just a phone count. They could give Those you are like, like three or four years, right? Yeah, two, three years, you know right. what I mean? But... If you've been in prison, that's like an enhancement, I guess, or whatever. So that goes to automatic five years. You know what I mean? Like, you ain't getting no less than them five years. Yeah, yeah, on so, the guidelines. Right, on the, on the, the whole fucking shit, the yeah. score, you know? So I wasn't able to get that phone count, which that's, in all reality, that's what I was there for, bro. Like, right. I, I came home, and I was partying. I was making money, but I was partying. Like, I wasn't really dope dealing like that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I was out there chilling with the homies, having fun. You know, females would call and be like, hey, you, can you get this? We're like, yeah, mm-hmm. let me try it. So my ass was getting on the phone and got myself caught up. You know what I mean? And 
went and basically did my time for it. They gave so me sixty months. So they gave you sixty months. Yeah, yeah, five years. For okay. A how phone count, so how was know? the experience of being in the state? Oh man, and being in the feds. My how was that part right here, man? That's it's, what I'm saying. How was that yeah, transition? It's, it's a big transition, you know, because in the state, you know, you're you're taught a different way, you're 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 schooled a different way, and there's different rules as far as who you you know do your transactions with, who you play your pinnacle card games with, who you you know play dominoes with, like that's. One one way that when you get to the state, that's what you're taught. You know what I'm saying? It's like you are in, that's embedded in your brain already. Like, okay, mm. look, if you only play with your your own, mm. you know what I'm saying? And getting to the feds, the, the difference was, you know, I'm getting there and I'm seeing, you know, a black homie playing cards with a Mexican homie, and you're like, oh shit, you know what I mean? Like, how's this shit, going on? Yeah, I'm, I, at first I'm thinking, damn, where'd they send me? Like, did I did I come to like an off yard or some shit? Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, shit. because it was different for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And of course, over the over the time being there, you get adjusted to what's going on there. Like, that's that's just part of it. You're not going to get there and try so to change, change, change cool the rules. Like, ah. Yeah, I had to. You know, there was yeah. too many of us, dog. Man, all my homies was there. Like, we was we was good, you know? Nobody, we didn't go in there on Yeah, I had no issues. Sad tripping. Right. We went in there. We was more worried about what was going to happen to us. Like, these fools. More your life. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we got there and just basically waited it out. Different people started taking their deals, you know and what I'm saying? And where did you go to do your time? Uh, my first place I went was Phoenix, FCI. It's okay. in um, well, Arizona and shit. So I went there because I stayed in, in MDC in the downtown for like two and a half, like two, almost two and a half years mm. waiting because I was seeing motherfuckers was taking deals and, you know. And how was, was that down there? Oh, man, that was it was actually really, really comfortable, bro. And to be honest with you, the bad thing about that was that I even... F- didn't want to leave there, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I got too comfortable. I you wanted to do your time right there. I was making money there. Like, yeah, I was, yeah, you know, gambling. And like, yeah, so it was It was definitely- You got females convenient. in the same building, too? Yeah, not in the same, like, like side, but yeah, they got them in, in the there. Building. You know, and you communicate with them, and okay. they, that makes your time pass, too. You know, you okay. guys sitting there striking letters, sending pictures, like, right. type shit. And so that, that made your time go by a little bit So faster. then you got transferred to, to the jail. Yeah, and then they sent me to time. the actual pen. Yeah, so, but my time was already- Close to coming up, you know what I'm saying? I did two and a half there, then plus they gave me a year for like the um, drug program and shit like that okay. or whatnot, you know? So but you I ended be- up fucking that off too. So oh. I went to, because over there, they're like real strict, man. So I ended up going to Phoenix. They had the drug program there. But once I got there, everybody started getting in my head like, hey, bro, don't go to that drug program. You gonna, They're going to get you right off the top. Like they catch you with an onion over there and you ain't supposed yeah, to have an kick onion. You out. Kick you out. You got to start over. So they made me not even want to try to you know, try to do that. So I was like, cool. you know what? Just everybody, the homies telling me, like, I don't think you're going to waste of time. You ain't going to make it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, we're just being real with you. We just, mm-hmm. so I took that, you know, that advice and said, fuck it. It's going to be like nine more months that I'm going to have to do, you know, just being not in the drug program. So I did it right there with the homies. And, you know, I mean, it was pretty cool. Like, Phoenix was a dope joint. They had, they had weights. Yeah, parole from there. So it was, they had weights there, everything. So I started hitting the weights. I started oh, getting yeah. in a little band room. They got a band room to do music okay. in. So I started messing with that. And, and, you, and, and I got and out And you there. started getting into the music and all yeah, that? Well, I've been doing, I've been messing with the music since I was like 13. I just never took it serious. Like I always used to hit the hood parties. And so rap. you used to always I always knew that I rap. wanted to do that shit. All this time right here, you always rap. Right, but there was just another lifestyle that I was living that didn't allow me to, to chase this to, rap. To, you to know? go with it, right? Man. It was just too you, much. Bro. Too, too much, much going on do. in your life, man. Yeah, I couldn't stop one to do the other, like you know. And it, it was like if I so stopped. So let me ask you, because I don't understand. Right. You, as far as the the gang, yeah. You say you from what gang? 
from F13. It's called F13. Oh, okay. Now yeah, I understand. Because yeah. when you were saying Florence, I yeah, was like, the, okay, that's Florence the is the yeah. neighborhood. I'm confused. Okay, is it Florence the neighborhood? That's the gang? Or is it M13? Yeah, no, it's F13. F13. Yeah, Florence. Like Florencia. Okay, that's Florencia, what I'm saying. Right? I, just, just for the people to, yeah, yeah, to know about it and stuff like that. So you came home. Right. And after the fast, no one went back. No, I went back a few times. I actually violated a couple times on purpose because... Oh, probation. The, yeah, the probation so you came home is on heavy, probation. man. Yeah, the probation is very heavy different. for the feds. Very, like, way different from the state. In the state, mm -hmm. I was able to smoke my bud and go pee test, and they wasn't sweating it, you know? But with them, they was like, they had me smoking spice, bro. Like, I don't know how, excuse me, that I even survived off that shit. I smoked that shit for three years, mm -hmm. man. I'm talking about 30 blunts a day of that shit, bro. Like, to where I was passing it to people and they passing out. Like, seizures, hold. Like, what know? is that? It's that that um, synthetic marijuana. Oh, that's dangerous. Oh, right man. You, right? I didn't, yeah, it's real dangerous. It's like not even for human consumption, bro. And I came home and that's what everybody was smoking. So my eyes got, you, said, you know, fuck started. I, and I could do that. Because at first, you know, I seen. My brother was doing that because he yeah. was on pro probation. That's why people So he are started doing it. that. I that seen. shit kind of started making him look filthy. Yeah. He was got a little nutty on I'm, me. I'm glad I got off probation and all that. And, and I was able to let that go and actually smoke tree again. Like, and it just brought me back to, to what to, I really to the am. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that other shit was just. The other shit was just not was like good a for zombie, you. bro. I was like a zombie. I was yeah. going to like neighborhoods that I didn't even get along with to go buy it. Like standing in line at their Taking stores. Taking chances and Not shit. even worried about it. Them, they're sitting there next to me like, hey, you from Florence? Like, yeah. Why? You know where you at? Like, oh, yeah, man, I'm just here to get this. And they just like, they wouldn't even fuck with me just because they sitting there like, damn, this boy crazy. Like, yeah, he yeah. must have something with him. You know, yeah, I would be empty-handed, bro. Like I'd be empty-handed in the wrong and spot. And that's just the like, way it is out here in, in California. Oh, when yeah. you can't, you, everybody in the, is, they, got the, they have to play their own field position right there. You know? Right? Everybody and and, and, and they the, the parole is set up like that too, right? Where you can't be in other people's neighborhoods. Sometimes it's like that for certain people. The good thing about it, like my state parole, our, our office was like right in our, our hood. So we was good. Like I could walk over there if I wanted yeah, to. Yeah, but the know? feds wasn't like that. No, the feds was different. The feds was actually in Santa Fe Springs. And the good thing about that was that that's kind of like, it was like out of our area, but not in no spot where it was fucked up for me to go to. Like I was able to actually go there and sit in the office and kick it for as long as I needed yeah. to wait to see my PO and then dip up out of there. Like it wasn't nothing. So after the five years, you caught a violation. Yeah, I caught a few violations, but only because... So I'm telling you, the probation is a lot heavier. The federal probation, I was trying to get off that shit. And the way to get off it is going back to the system because that shit makes your time on your probation go by faster for some reason. Everybody was like, you got to kill your paper. You got to go back, keep going back, really. So I violated a couple of times, you know, small violations, missing P tests or just certain shit. You it know what I mean? Sense. Yeah, that I knew that I wasn't going to go get more than six months, three months, four months, you know? So I just kept doing that. Until finally, you know, I caught my last violation, but this is when I was actually, you know, trying to fly straight and do everything the right way, fuck mm -hmm. with my music heavy. And, you know, I caught the last one and, you know, my probation officer, he, I mean, he, he was out for me, bro. He would come to my house and say, you know what, your house is too, too clean. He said, something's going on here. Like it's birds chirping type shit when we pull up. Like, it's too nice here. He didn't like it. He was like, I, you know, I got to assume that you're either doing good or you're doing bad. He's like, and if I can't catch you doing either, I'm going to assume that you're oh, doing he? bad. He was he was like a white dude, like okay. mixed or something. I can't really call it. But, bro, he had it, he really had it out for me. So he violated me for missing a um, a drug test. He also tried to violate me because I got uh, 
I got a son with with um, a female that I had met at the halfway house. Mm-hmm. We ended up having a son together. He violated me for that, for being with her because she was on probation. When the judge seen that, the judge like, she's pregnant and they've been together for X amount of years and they ain't causing no problems. Like, I ain't gonna violate him for that shit, you know? So she threw that out the window. Okay. She threw that out the window and the fact that he kept trying to talk about this album right here that we made while I was on probation. He's like, he made an album while he was on probation. And she's like, it's not, he's it's like, but it's not wrong with he talks that. about promoting gang violence yeah. and this and this and that. And were, so my boy that was in court with me as well, that I, the ones I worked for, because I worked for a company, you know what I'm saying, at the time, and they, they, they helped me get through it out too. So at the, at the moment, he spoke up and was like, well, have you heard, you know, he's like, I've heard all his songs. He's like, have you heard this song? And he's like, yes, I have. He's like, why aren't you talking about that one? That one's talking about his family. That one's talking about the struggle. That one's mm-hmm. talking, why aren't you bringing that one up in this okay. courtroom? Right. He's like, oh, well, I didn't feel it was, you know, relevant or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's like, well, then why would this be? She's like, you know what? You originally brought him here to drug for a drug test that he missed. That's what we're violating him for. Not for this CD, not for his music, mm-hmm. and not for the um, for being with that female that was on probation as well. He's like, like, so she threw those out. He was asking for a year incarceration and a year added to my probation. And she was like, you know what? I'm going to give him 90 days and I'm going to kill his paper. And I was like, cool, man. So I ended up going doing those little 90 cool. days. Came home. It worked out was for done, you. Bro. Like, yeah, that's uh, what I yeah. was shooting where for. You, where you met the, um, at the halfway house, you met the female? Yeah, at the halfway house when I came home. When I first came home from my, doing my bed. At that's the halfway house. Yeah, it was, it was crazy, bro. Yeah. You know? And that's your kid's mom's now? Yeah, that's my, my child's mom. No, we're not together or nothing like right. that. But that's my son's. So how long have you been home since? I mean, and you know, what you've been I doing now. Last- you know, and since you've been home the last time that you, you know, that you came home, I mean, I'm assuming that you've been home and you ain't been going to jail no more. Man, I've been straight, bro. That's I, what I'm I, saying. I'm so off, I'm off paper. You know, I've gotten so much accomplished since then because it was so hard while I was on paper. I couldn't travel. You yeah. know, I had so many other people trying to throw me, you know, paper contracts, you know, and look, yeah. check it out, this and that. But I couldn't do it because I was on probation. Mm. All that shit had to go through them. They wanted to read and yeah. see what they're talking about. And if they weren't cashing you a check or cutting you a check, mm-hmm. It wasn't going to happen. They needed you to work. You right. need to have a job. They don't care about no studio. They don't care about none of that because, you know, like my PO used to tell me, look, I've had so many artists come through here and say that they do music. And then when we go to their studio, they're just smoking weed. They ain't doing what they're saying they're doing and they ain't getting paid for it. So I'm not going to allow you to do it. So I'm like, all right, cool. Once I was off paper, went straight to work. You know, I started doing music, kept, you know, staying put in the studio Recording, recording, shooting videos, and just and, and so that's stuff. what you've been doing since you've been home. Yeah, you've been man. focused doing your music, your videos. That's it, bro. Just you know, music. family and all that. Oh yeah, Every, everybody's focused. You know. Yeah, we keeping we keeping steady now, man. We got a whole excuse me a whole bunch done. We did like CNN with Anthony Bourdain with my boy Stevan Orio, mm-hmm. LA Originals on Netflix. Um, okay. Yeah, we. That's what we want to hear. All the good I, shit that you got going on. We heard all the fucked up right, shit you right. went through. Now we want to hear your accomplishment, what you've been bro, doing. You know, and now it's like, it's it's just definitely been a blessing. And God's been, been blessing my, myself and my squad, you know, the effort music. That's we right. That label. And y'all moving. Moving, now. It's, it's been nothing but blessings. And, oh, blessings, Opportunities man. like this here. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And they're going to keep coming. Right. Because you, your mindset is on a whole different vibe now. Right. So all the good things that you wanted before that you probably wasn't ready for. Right. You're ready for them now. Most definitely. You know what I'm saying? As long as you got life. Right. It's, 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 it's called Spanish Esperanza. It's hope. Exactly. You yeah. feel me? So you good, man. And I think, you know, I think, you know, you've been through a lot of shit. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? And um, uh, uh, it was important to have you on my show, you know, because I want the youth and I want the kids out there to see, you know, it's not about just, you know, being down and, you know, it's repercussions. Right. No, and yeah. a lot of shit can happen. So with that, I want to ask, you know, why do you feel shows like this are important for the youth? I feel that, that it's important because of the simple fact that so many people feel that the music and everything that we promote is negative. When in all reality, it's not because it's really just me telling the story of everything that I went through already to where it's like more not like glorifying the lifestyle, but more telling you, look, this is what I went through to get to where I'm at. Like, if you want to go through that whole gang shit and get shot and go to prison and do everything that I'm telling you that took place in my life, then that's your choice now. But I'm giving you the, you know, the picture of how clear I don't know how more clear I can get. To show you that everything that I've already went through is, is not, you know, glorif to glorify. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? This is something, you know, that I, I could have not made it out of. When do you decide that you want to get all them tattoos? How that came about? I started when I was young. I had got an F-13 on my chin when I was like 13, about to be 14. So my first time when I told you I went to juvenile, I already had a, like an F-13 on my face. And they just kept going, bro. Like I kept on and on and adding them. So they call you the face of L.A.? Yeah, that's my, that's, that's my you know. That's just, that, right that, that, that's you, know? you got the LA. Yeah, I got the LA. Okay. All right. And um, uh, one last question. Right. Uh, do you feel that, what's the, the uh, as far, how you feel about jail reform? Jail reform? You know, how important it is. You know, um, do you think that it's necessary that we need jail reform? What, what is that exactly? Jail like reform the, meaning like to improve prison. Do you think jail improvement that we need to improve the prison, the system, the police, the, the guards, uh, the injustice, you know, the system period, is it crooked? All the right. things that you know, you've been doing time since you was a kid. Right. So, you know, is it, is it, were they always, you know, uh, upfront, nice? No. Yeah. Or they was crooked. The system is crooked. You know, they have favoritism. Right. You know, things that, that, that. Do you think that, think that, that we need structure, that we need Jail reform, you know, right. we need the system be, to be changed and be re, reprogrammed, you know, so, so when you go there, you can actually go there and, uh, and learn certain shit right. and, and, and learn some trades and, and, and they actually really want to help you rather than just putting you in there and do your time and however you do it, right, just do yeah, it. However you end up. Right. And see, that, it's like, it's crazy because, you know, a lot of different places have certain, you know, opportunities that other places don't. And, now the the prison system changed big time since I've even been in there. To be honest with you, like when I went in there, I was actually proud uh, at that time mm -hmm. to say, you know, I went to the joint, I, you know, got to mingle with the with the homies. I got, you know, what I'm saying, like I did my time, like a G. Right. But at the end of the day, now that I'm watching and seeing everything that's going on, the way they're mixing the yards, the prison yards, like that's just it's just cruel. Like they're putting people in, you know worse situations than we're already in because we're incarcerated. So it's like if somebody's trying to do their time and get out of there, they're not allowing that now because they're mixing people, you know, they might put a rapist on the yard with, you know, some solid motherfucker. Now he's going to have to awesome, take awesome arrivals with you. All kind of shit, you know. So I think the system is really fucked up, you know, okay. like, to be honest with you. So, you know so we do need that job. I, I, would, I would say that. they need, they need a, You know, they need to fix themselves up before they try to fix up somebody else. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, with that being said, man, I want to just thank you so much, man, for coming by. I appreciate, appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? Us, I mean, it was a blessing having you guys. Likewise. And I just keep doing your thing. 
You know, I, I know that you're doing your music shit. Right. You know, you out here, you you know, that's what you do. You're doing, you you repping. We out here, we got the CD. Hell yeah. What it's called? That's the Baldacci Code. That's actually that's the my Bugacci first Code. Album. You already know what first it is. First album that I dropped. First album he dropped, and he's I here. A, I got a few. Dog in the that. yard, we support everybody. Just remember that. We support all comrades. Where they, it don't matter where they come from. And that's how we doing it, man. You already know. It's your boy, Pistol Pete. And it's that fucking yard talk. And we got... Face of L.A. Baldacci the Beast. In the building. Yeah. Let's get it. Plat. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back. I told you guys, man. Shout out to Baldacci, man. Legendary interview. I mean, the brother's been through some shit. You know what I'm saying? He was able to tell his story today. And I want to appreciate, you know, I want everybody out there, you know, to support him. You know what I'm saying? He's an up-and-coming artist from the West Coast. And he's nice. You know what I'm saying? He's out here doing his thing. So, you already know, man. Shout out to uh, Bodachi, man, the whole crew out there in the West Coast, man. Appreciate you coming through. You already know. This platform is here for you guys, man. Dog in the yard. Until next time, man. Y'all talk. This is a step, this is a gangsters do it Splash, step, one, two I'm in a whole lot of zones, zones They look like kaleidoscopes I got the white for the white boy that's sniffing the shit Then he's eat down the slopes I got the can for that lady that thinks she could take it But no, that she can't I got that work for that work That's gonna work right after it works Look, I put